Before we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 3rd of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. And this is the podcast that is all about highlighting role models and sharing their great, amazing stories, their personal, professional stories with you, and hoping that you'll be able to take some of those top tips, advice, guidance to help you navigate your career, your life, no matter what level you're at, no matter where you're at right now, and where you are in the world. And for this year's International Women's Day, we have always been adamant that International Women's Day is never for one day. And we always seem to run around crazy doing all these things and getting all these people into one place. But we've created a whole series this year. We've created a whole series called Beyond the Game, where we're really focusing on women in sport and the careers and the occupations that sit around it. So this year, I'm delighted to be joined by some of the most brilliant, inspiring and insightful guests. And this week, I'm joined by the wonderful Naomi Ditani, who is an English professional cricketer who plays for Lancashire Thunder. Naomi, welcome to the pod. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Now, I've been looking at um, a video that the wonderful Archie Cagliani made um, of you, uh, which is all around the kind of a, a, not quite a day in the life, but it's a real sort of following you, I think, um, and on all of your story. And I think I, heard, I watched on there that it was your brother that gave you a, a bat and said, "Come on, let's let's have a let's have a go with this in, in the back garden." Is this is this where your lover first started with cricket? Yeah, exactly. That um, yeah, that video that Archie made highlighted it so um, perfectly. Um, me and my brother playing in the back garden when we were little, um, and actually in that video, he he managed to hit a pot or something which cracked, and my mum would go. Um, crazy when when we were younger so it was quite um, funny that it happened in that video as adults as well so um, that's exactly how we started and um, he really encouraged me to take the sport further. And that's funny because I heard that window crack but I thought that was like added in sound I didn't realise that was real oh ouch. (laughs) Yeah we couldn't we were quite oh this is quite uh, nostalgic we're actually still breaking pots till this day. (laughs) Well there you go start as you mean to go on I suppose and what is it that you love so much about this sport? I think cricket has given me a lot of like life lessons and it's it at first it was meeting new people and um kind of like escaping what everyone else was doing like the normality of going to school and um studying and all that it was just something different that I was doing and I and I loved kind of being a bit individual um and then as time's gone on it's allowed me to like travel and again meet new people and just like be really competitive and again have that kind of element of escapism when I'm when I'm on the pitch and you started I think playing for a boys team ever ever remember and I think along this whole series though I've been chatting to amazing women uh, from the field of sport that tends to be the path is joining the boys team because there, there wasn't that opportunity did you feel that was a barrier or you just like no this is I love this so this is what I'm going to do yeah at the time when you're when you're young you just like my brother found me a boys cricket club and I just joined in and and because I enjoyed it so much it didn't really 
noticed that that it was a barrier like I didn't even know that girls played cricket to be honest but I just enjoyed it so much that I wanted to go every week and my mum could my mum and dad could see the enjoyment um I had so at the time I didn't see it as a barrier but I guess you know it started to become a barrier when I got older and um you know other teams would you know make fun of my team that we got had a girl in the team and um things like that so it's then it developed over time but to be honest, my club that I play for, Paravel Finitions, they were amazing. The coach was great. Um, we still keep in contact now, which was amazing. And um, yeah, so that they were a really welcoming club for me. And when I, I speak to my my young uh, 12-year-old twin nephews, they are passionate about cricket. You know, they're, and, and they they have a love of love of it. That is that community, that camaraderie, that sort of sense of a... Um, I don't know, so many bits to it. I talked to them about it and I said, this is what you want to do when you grow up there? No, what we might do, but actually we just love it now. There's just something in that. What what sort of changed your sort of angle on it and went, you know what, I, I think this is something I, I can do and this is this is going to be my, my career? Yeah, I think it started when I was about 13, 14 years old. Um, I got, I, I went to Middlesex um, Girls Pathway and then, um, I joined the Emerging Players Program um, with the boys and that was, again, the first time I kind of got a taste of competitive cricket and I had coaches telling me I had potential and um, and then I played in some like junior England under-15s competitions and, and things like that, which really spurred me on. I was like, I really enjoy this. I really love being competitive and I just want to get better and better. Um, and then that kind of just developed um, the passion and um, I think it started my journey off being a bit of a perfectionist as well. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of when it started. And I still had education on the side, to be honest. Um, I never really gave it a hundred percent until going to Loughborough University, which was the real like kick of professionalism, strength and conditioning, nutrition, physio, everything all wrapped in one. Um, and I was like, I could see myself doing this um, in the future. Tell us just how important cricket is in South Asian communities. Oh, it's massive. Like um, you speak to any South Asian community and they'll be talking about India or Pakistan or um, Bangladesh or whatever it be. Um, And they're so passionate about it. Um, They know, you know, cricket is like a religion over there. Um, And so it's naturally obviously brings itself to British Indian culture as well. And um yeah, so so many of my uh, extended family love cricket, um, but maybe just never thought it would be on their doorstep with me coming to play um, as a as a female playing playing the game. And yet, women haven't been seen um, as players traditionally. Why is that? And what do you think we can do to to to, to remove some of those barriers? I think there's obviously uh, some st- stereotypes around South Asian women and girls you know, the the path that they need to lead in terms of um, being a wife and being, you know, the mother of the household and um, getting married and um, kind of go, going down that route. And I think sport never always was seen as a more masculine sport, I guess. Um, but I think it's times are definitely changing and um, more com- open conversations are being had. And like, you know, just, just even for me, um, when I go to clubs and um, schools and things like that, I see young Asian girls and boys all playing cricket and sport and like actually telling me that they want to play um, professionally, which is a massive change. And um, I think 
I think now it's become more open and more people are are accepting that the, there's a career and a safe career, relatively safe career for it as well. Obviously, it's quite risky having a sport um, career in sport, but um, I think there's more people doing it now. So, yeah. Um, and what does it mean to you? Do you embrace your responsibility as a, a role model for those future generations? Because you are. Yeah, I, I think um, in the last couple of years, I have really taken to that role and, and feel like, I have a responsibility and obviously that comes with a lot of pressure um, because sometimes I still look around and feel like I'm in, in the minority but then um, the reason why I still turn up to play and go to training is because I don't want that to be the case for younger Asian girls coming through the sport so um, yeah I would say um, it's, a, it's a huge honour and it does really make me happy when I see younger girls play and um, get really excited about the game and um and it not be a barrier anymore in the future. And who are the role models that you looked up to then and equally sort of look up to now? I think I, I get really stuck on this question because um, I don't think I've massively had many role models growing up um, in terms of like in the sport. I didn't look at anyone thought I wanted to be like them. If anything, I would probably see like Serena Williams, Venus Williams, Jessica Ennis-Hill, those kinds of people Um as like my role model, someone who from a different background who made it in their sport and had a lot of barriers, that kind of vibe. Um, so I guess that spurred me on to then be the role model that I didn't have um, in the future. Um, and, and I guess today, you know, people like Ishigoa, um, you know, are speaking up about their career and um, her journey into the media and everything that, um, that really... Um, excites me and I like listen to her stories and um, kind of now that's she's a, a, a friend and a, and a good role model for me as well. And I think it is uh, we've done a webinar for International Women's Day as well as part of our Beyond the Game series is is almost looking at the different roles that sit so as you've got obviously the athletes like yourself but then it's all you know sort of the the broadcasters the the physios it, it takes a village doesn't it I think to to to, to build a, a you know a winning team and, and winning uh, win, winning athletes it's it's really important and I think the more that we can showcase and shine a light and spotlight the the, the careers that sit around it as well because it might not be you as the player what encouragement would you give to uh, to, to to women out there from any backgrounds about the impact of getting involved in a sport whether it's playing or whether it's supporting yeah I think um being in sport is a really special thing it's it's a it's like almost your second family um the types of people that you meet and just the journey that you go on together so anyone that's you know thinking about getting into sport whether it's playing or um being a physio or into the media um you go on a journey um with that team and it's really exciting especially when you win together you lose together everyone's everyone's in it and I think that roller coaster of a journey is um really exciting and um I'm pretty sure that people they took up that career they look back at it and with and create so many memories and you've got people like uh, Shruti Sajani have been working with the cricket board both England and Wales as part of the the, the Dream Big Desi Women Project uh, to take up cricket. It's amazing when you've got, again, role models like this that kind of lean in to go, you know what, uh, uh, we need to... We need to use our power for good, don't we, to kind of really use that encouragement. Is that is that what leads your passion on to go into schools? Because you love to do that, don't you? 
Yeah, I think um, while working, I worked with Shruti on some of the uh, just events that she created, which are unbelievable. Over 2,000 South Asian women getting involved in some cricket, um, some cricket, whether it be at clubs or coaching and um, being involved in some of those events, going into the schools and um, and meeting girls from different walks of life. Um, yeah, as I said, I love I love doing that and just seeing how happy they are when they're playing and um, it just always reminds me of how I started playing cricket and how how much enjoyment I had and I guess I just want that for for all of the younger girls and just to see just to hopefully not let them face any barriers and just like enjoy the sport for what it is and have those memories that I've had growing up and you talk about that take you sort of back from sort of playing in the garden smashing windows still smashing windows but you talked about that playing together winning together losing together irrespective of where you start in sport um the fact that you can do that be part of that um environment community like you said it's like a family sport no matter where you go whether you don't continue on in sport whether you go into the world of work sport's really important to take into that 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 path wherever you go isn't it that I always think that learning together winning together losing is really key yeah I think um I've learned so many lessons from cricket um that I'll take in my later life I've learned to become more confident I've learned to time manage I've learned elements of discipline I've learned to also just have a good time and um you know, learn to switch on, switch off. They're really important skills. Um, and I couldn't thank cricket enough for, for all those skills. I honestly um, don't think I would have learned them learned them without it. So um, I'm really grateful to the sport for helping me like develop as a as an individual off the field. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm sure that'll put me in good stead for whatever career I have next. And and about you and you as an individual, you as Naomi, the the the, the human. Um, what kind of helps you kind of focus for the day? I think I, I saw you, meditation is really important to you. Uh, is that how you kickstart your day? Yeah, I have um, a morning routine that's, you know, constantly been adapted um, over over the years. But generally, I like to yeah go for a walk um, first thing in the morning, um, whether it be some kind of like meditation or just like some nice silent time when I'm walking um I, I would do that have a nice coffee or somewhere um out or when I come back um sometimes I do a little bit of journaling um and more recently um when I need to switch off or relax um in between um cricket tournaments or games um I'll, I've taken up a little bit of sketching and a bit of um artwork which um creativity is not my strong point but um I feel like I've found a new skill that I'm, I'm really enjoying so that's something a form of meditation, I guess, um, that I try to do. But it's something for you, isn't it? It's something that can take you into that space. And I think that resonates whatever you are or whatever you do, isn't it? It's find find your you, find your whatever that is. And um and you've been you you do one to one coaching as well, don't you? Yeah, I've done a lot of coaching. I started my coaching career, I guess, since I was sixteen. Um and that's developed over time through working with at uh, working in schools and um some private stuff with one to ones and um, more recently and um, go- trying to go into the space of strength and conditioning um, as well and know that those two cricket and strength and conditioning come together so um, that's kind of um, my project at the moment is to rebuild my one-to-one business for the future um, um, and hopefully that'll be what my career leads into next so 
um, I'm never leaving the team sport environment and that and that roller coaster journey. But that's almost your that's your forward plan, isn't it? That's your what's next for Naomi, isn't it? That's you future proofing your 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 next your next po- you know sort of uh, 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 after you finish competitive cricket, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, sometimes a little bit scary when I think about what's next, but I guess um, just um, engaging in like different work experience things and. Um, you know just seeing what else is out there away from cricket and like I'd love to get into like different sports like tennis and golf as well um and just see um how they do things um that really gives me an excitement to to what the future may hold and what advice would you give to your younger Naomi before she picked up that that bat and before before that window went through <laughs> um I would say take more risks earlier um uh, and and worry less about what the future holds. I think um, so much growing up, um, I was so focused on education and doing the right thing. When um, which you know might have come from my culture um, and the way I've brought up, which is amazing. I've learned so much from it. But yeah, definitely take more take risks earlier, um, and then you'll never know what um, the future holds. Um, and just enjoy the ride. I love that. I love that. So many different. I always think about when I hear these these comments or these these quotes like that. I'm like, they're for the tote bag, which is going to be the biggest tote bag in the world. So that take risks earlier. Oh, Naomi, thank you so, so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your really busy schedule uh, to do this. But thank you so much. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. I love chatting with you, Simone. So thank you. And thanks all of you for listening. Uh, please do stay connected. Keep the conversation going on all of our socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all the others. We love to hear your comments and we'd love you to leave us a review if you could get their chance. That would be amazing. Stay connected with all of the things that we do in our digital hub. We are power.net, our monthly virtual speed networking and mentoring. Um, we love to get you involved in those. Paying it forward, giving it back is what we're all about. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Simone. It's the Northern Power Women podcast and what goes on media production. Oh, yeah.